Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Daria. Talking to me? Welcome to Are You Talking To Me? It's a Game of Thrones and House of the Dragon podcast. It's hosted by me, Ben Vanell, and it's co-hosted by you, Adam Knox. Adam, hello. That's me. I'm the co. The co stands for cool operator. <laughs> it's two separate as proven, words. As proven by... Yeah, yeah, CO, CO. Um, absolutely. Um, we are here for episode nine of the first season of House of the Dragon. Um, but first we'll do some emails, uh, as always, everyone, uh, listening and, and watching, if you're watching this through our windows, um, please do get in touch. Um, uh, you can, uh, message us on Instagram at, uh, are you talking to me? Um, and you can also email us at are you talking to me pod at gmail.com. Um, if you have, yeah, a more, more of a, uh, a lengthy opinion or, or thought to share emails the go. And Leif Hoffman, who I believe is a listener of our other podcast, because uh, I think I've I've um, noticed that their name is Leif before. I think they're from like Scandinavia or somewhere. There are several Leafs out there too. Look at any That's given, tr- yeah. for example, mm. tree. Who knew I was going to say that? Who knew I'd c- make the name Leaf about a tree? You never would have guessed it. <laughs> That's the kind of twist that House of the Dragon is famous That's for. That's the sort of shit a cool operator would do. <laughs> uh, Leaf says, uh, Leaf actually brings up a theory that I, I did think at the time, but kind of didn't pan out or there's no, there won't be any consequences. But Leaf said, um, uh, first off, thank you for the pod. Hey, you're most welcome. Thank you for listening. We wouldn't be doing it if uh, we didn't have a bunch of Leafs listening. Um, there's a theory that I wanted to bring up. Based on your pod and another House of the Dragon recap, I was kind of surprised no one did bring it up. Um, it made me cre- question my own morality. Like, am I that fucked up that I thought what I did? So, uh, no, I did think this too, Leaf. Um, in the scene when Alicent talks to the maid that Aegon raped, they have some conversation, and then Alicent goes, gives Diana, Diana, mm. the moon tea, dot, dot, dot. Or did she poison her? The scene works just as well, brackets, maybe better. If you work from the assumption that Alicent wanted to give Diana a false sense of security and then kill her. Um, and even the dialogue potentially hinted at that. I th- um, yeah, I kind of thought that for a second, but don't think that's what happened. And partly because it's even more insidious to think that you wouldn't even need to kill this girl. Like, she's yeah. so. Yep. It would matter so little if she even went around talking about it that, like, it's not worth that. I think the reason that I, I also, yeah, didn't end up thinking this strongly enough to like t- talk about is because we don't see any consequences. No. Um, and that tea's already been in the show like a couple of times by that point, right? At least once. Yes. So, yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, like I think it 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 is uh grosser to me that it's like 
the consequences of there being like a in Game of Thrones world bastard bastard child. Mm-hmm. That would be the only thing that could even matter about this girl who's nothing to them. Like, yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gross. That's very true. It's not good. It's scrubby. Not what um, a cool operator was... would do. <laughs> Absolutely not. I'd offer support. Um, so uh, Rob from Pennsylvania uh, uh, where, emailed um, and said, "That's where hmm? that's where grey leads who've been bitten by a vampire come from." That's pretty good. I've never heard that before. That's fucking that's quite crazy. Because I read it off of <laughs> your gravestone. <laughs> Holy shit! You're one of them. <laughs> um. Uh, yeah, so Rob says, I'd like to try and maybe clear up what was perceived as a goofy contrivance um, due to Alison's final conversation with Viserys. Uh, Rob's interpretation was that her intent was always to have her son Aegon take the throne, so she just used what Viserys said in his final moments to confirm her own bias and not feel guilty about that. I don't know if... And obviously Rob sent this like four or five days ago before this uh, this latest episode. I'm not sure... Uh, I'm not sure I, I agree with that. I don't know if, if this latest episode uh, confirmed or uh, or maybe shed some doubt on, on that perspective. But, hey, that's what the whole episode was about. So why don't we talk about it? Yeah. So, well, first of all, earlier you said the first season of House of Dragon. I remember reading this week that someone, I can't remember who, but someone involved, I think it was maybe George R.R. R. Martin, um, mm. he said that there'll be four seasons of this oh i like that i like that that's probably that's the right good. amount for for the the speed at which this is moving yes that sounds like a, a i don't know man four four is a cool number um four is very cool um yeah and knowing ahead of time um because i think someone else maybe was emailed in or was mentioning that uh or maybe on the discord uh, for our other podcast um that this is based on uh, Fire and Blood, and that George R. R. Martin has said that he wants to probably write a sequel to that. Um, mm. As a, and a, it's like a story. Yeah. Uh, sorry, it's a history. <laughs> so it is still an overarching and broad, high level version of this story. Yes. Um, this is but the, the history. Hi- this is this is what Michael Jackson's album was about. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you listen to the lyrics of that, it's a lot of. <laughs> Well, Game of Thrones was her story. This is his story. It's all about Aegon Targaryen. Um, but yeah, I also think that he's perhaps maybe has the ideas for the way that this story would wrap up and would be like, here you go. Here's four seasons worth. Don't drag it out any longer. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I certainly hope that's the case. Going in with an amount that you know is achievable and it is is probably good after you know some of the issues with the end of Game of Thrones came because they maybe had to wrap yep. it up quicker than might have been ideal. So yeah, four seems mm. fine. But yeah, this episode, yeah, um, on the, on that thing with um, Alicent, because yeah, yes. the, the two things that I thought were goofiest about the last episode were there mm-hmm. being someone named Eric and someone named Eric, and the fact that they're twins yep. is even goofier. But mm-hmm. sure. They've got mm-hmm. funny parents and, or, like, unimaginative parents or parents right. who don't yeah. understand what twins are. Something mm. happened at that whatever medieval thing is passes for a hospital and they're both named Eric. But then the other thing is, yeah, so Alison hearing uh, Viserys saying the, the, the prophecy again and interpreting right. that as Aegon should be king. I do think it's a little bit of not necessarily deliberate, um, twisting of words, but I mm. can see her 
latching onto that to um, comfort herself. Like, it, it doesn't seem like a conscious thing. Similar to how she accuses uh, Otto of, like, having led uh, the charge for what she thought she wanted in her life, for having sort of implanted mm-hmm. that stuff into her head. I think she's looking for outside motivation from men to justify her ambition in some yeah, ways. Yeah, okay. Because that, that she, she says that to Otto. Uh, yeah. Uh, Rainice kind of puts that on her as well, being like, you're trying to build yourself a window in this prison. I really like that line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think there's some element probably subconsciously of her... Look, if he'd have been like, get me some water, he'd have been like, water, war. Okay, tear the wall down and the mm-hmm. wall's going to go down, which means Aegon needs to be the king. I understand. Right, 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 right. Yeah, if he'd been like, Rhaenyra is definitely the heir. She'd be like, Rhaenyra, Rhaenyra, you want me to kill Rhaenyra? Yeah, the heir, so, yeah. heir is nothing. Rhaenyra's nothing to you. You want Aegon yeah. to be king. I understand. I think there's... Got it, got it. I think yeah. she genuinely did misunderstand him because he's talking about something that he hasn't spoken to her about, but also that right. she was ready to, um, to to she she's not upset to have this be what she th- quite honestly thinks to be his last words, and then yeah. certainly everyone else around her it doesn't give a fucking shit if he actually said it or not. Right, I think maybe that's why I had a bit of back and forth on her motivations because. Uh, yeah, she, even if she, um, she seems to be reluctant to at least, you know, take the harsh measures with what that, you know, what those words could be interpreted to mean. Mm. Um, cause everyone else around her in this episode is like, yeah, we all always wanted this to happen. And not only have we always wanted this to happen, we're going to make it happen and we're going to probably murder all the people who might have an issue with it. Right. Um, and she at least, you know, pushed back against that. But uh, yeah, the Green Council you uh, mentioned off air, that's what this one was called. That is uh, the High Towers, essentially, getting together and being like, yeah, fuck all them Targaryens, we're, um, we're taking over here. Yeah, this is a proper coup. Uh, we, f- we, mm. we open up with... Um, Wait a minute, coup? C-O? Uh-huh, cool operator. Um, I don't know I'm about that. You figured it out. <laughs> that's, why, that's why we call ourselves cool operators, because coup is the only thing we can see. Uh, there's a little child walking around the castle all alone at night. And somehow mm-hmm. this kid has heard about the king's death. Um, I don't know how he got the news, but he's going to tell Talia, who works for the yes. White Worm, and mm-hmm. you know, also the queen. And mm-hmm. with the, the the king's death that we saw at the end of last episode is starting to spread around the castle. But yeah, yes. Ta- Talia uh, tells the queen... Mm-hmm. But also light some some you know like a menorah in the <laughs> yes. window of uh, the castle to uh, that's obviously a pre agreed upon signal that the king is dead. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's getting out there. It's getting out there, uh, and everyone everyone is uh, trying to have the exact opposite of that happen because they everyone is yeah in in the uh, first stages of whatever their own plans are, mm. um, but. Uh, yeah, they uh, they go straight to the fir- uh, the small council, right? And they yeah, start uh, so they Alli- start cooing it up. Alison goes and tells her dad first, right. and tells him about the last words. And she she means yes, it. Yes. She thinks it for sure. Yeah, but like yeah. I don't think that her way, like the way that we see her interpreting those words at the end of the last episode, I do still think is a bit of her like 
pulling what she wants to see out of some pretty vague words. Yeah, yeah, I think so. And, like, obviously that's, you know, she's been angling for this to happen since since she married the king. So, yeah. you know, that's fair enough. If you, but, um, like, yeah. I think if you... Maybe I just buy her acting, as in her character's acting, because she is like, yeah, bloody hell, Dad. T- turns out this really... um problematic thing was said it's gonna really cause a lot of fucking problem like she seems like maybe she's just more overwhelmed at like having to put it into action because yeah it means like a lot of shitty stuff is gonna have to happen there's no part of her that doesn't want to do it either Uh, yeah she doesn't want to kill Rhaenyra but she's very much like but Rhaenyra shouldn't be queen like there's no part of her that doesn't want to enact the dying words of a drug addicted leper (laughs) So, like, yes. you know, there's not even a second of her being like, maybe he was talking crazy because it was he ju- he died three seconds later. Yeah, yeah. And if I've yeah. listened, maybe he to thought Joe I Rogan was someone anything, else. <laughs> it's to know that DMT gets released in your brain when you die. That's right. And to become right. slowly radicalized. Yep. Kristen <clears throat> Cole played me a bunch of episodes of Joe Rogan, <laughs> <laughs> and I picked it up along the way. But yeah, so she tells her dad. The candles get lit, and uh, yep. yeah, we're in we're in the the small council, like an early morning small council meeting. Mm-hmm. Jason Lannister comes in, still with <sighs> a fucking insane name, but Jason Lannister's here, and he's like, oh, yeah. "I couldn't wait till morning. Who fucking died?" <laughs> oh. Yeah, hey, oh, oh no, he doesn't even apologize. I was waiting for him to be like. Uh, sorry, yes, I uh, see. I, I um, really put my foot in my mouth there, but uh, yeah. Nah, he Otto, or, or, Otto's like, yeah, the fucking king died. What, what happened? Did Dawn get invaded? Who gives a fuck? <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, he he they 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 kick into this thing of um, very quickly, like so the the news gets dropped. Hey, the the, the king is dead. Mm-hmm. Um, his last words were that Aegon should be king. Luckily, most of us have been working on a secret plan for a while to do That's exactly right. this, and it just so happens that he endorsed <laughs> it as his last act. We don't even give a shit if that's true, but we're going to say he did. That's right. Uh, um, and you have some pushback. Yeah. I mean, I guess I can't remember who. I feel like there um, were a couple of dudes there who I wasn't, or maybe at least one guy who I wasn't familiar with. Oh, I guess he probably replaced... Uh, Lionel Strong, Strong? Yeah. yeah Strong was there yeah. and uh, we've had the maester die and be replaced since the start of the show but that maester yes, was right. has been there for a bit and we've got the yep. yeah the master of coin the treasurer guy I think is the guy yes. who wasn't sure about this plan hadn't heard of it and we see that guy the captain of the gold uh, the the king's guard I forget his name Beesbury is ha- the old man yeah, Harold. Harold. <laughs> Harold is right. <laughs> Harold Bishop is the uh, lord commander of the king's guard um, for now. And so, yeah, he, they're, they're looking around and Beesbury ends up saying like, what the fuck are we talking about here? What's going on? Yeah. Don't we have like, don't we respect the traditions and like, you're clearly, this is a treasonous plot. Like, um, and the smartest thing for me to do is to speak up against it in this room where all hey, the doors are closed. We're in the small council. Nothing's going to happen here. I'm six yeah. and 70 years old, which you'd think would <laughs> be enough time to know it goes the other way around, but yeah. Okay. <laughs> So yeah, he starts saying it's treason, and that um, gets um, Kristen Cole's uh, uh, fucking goat. His his <laughs> absolute his, goat. It gets his ire up. It gets his Michael Jordan. 
Um, it gets his blood boiling, and uh, the only way to solve that is to get someone else's blood leaking out onto the table. He cracks his head on those weird pool balls they all have. Yeah. And I don't. I didn't. I mean, they've been there from the start. It's it's like you're um you're logging in, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, my ball's here. It's a little avatar. Like mm. Kristen Cole, if he was on the small council, would have a little anime, a little anime <laughs> girl on his one. Yeah. He'd have a Joker. He'd have a little green haired ball. It actually, might be a Joker, <laughs> the damaged version of the Joker. Though. Yes. Yes. Yeah, of course. And uh, yeah, so straight away. Um, uh, old Harold is sword mm. to the throat. They're trying to get him to stop. It's all kicking off. It's all extremely tense. Yeah. Uh, Kristen's like, she he insulted the queen, and the queen's like, shut the fuck up. I didn't care. Yeah. This is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but it all it all gets very tense. But the 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 key part is that most people are very much chatting treason. Yes. Effectively. Yeah. We we've they've said it over and over in previous episodes, like. Most normal people won't accept Rhaenyra as as yeah. queen. We know that the will of the people is probably to have a king. So, yeah, they're all kind of on board with that. It it doesn't make sense to stir up some kind of rebellion or you know like um, uh, anarchy. You know, like that. Yeah, they'll just figure it out. They'll they'll do what they do here. Yeah, because look, she's been sitting in that chair for a long time. They, the writing's been on the wall. So yep. it makes sense that they'd all be like, yeah, we, we knew. Yeah. But uh, that's enough for Harold to resign from the gold cloak saying he's loyal to the king. So since there's not a king right now, he's off. Yeah, and we don't see him again. No, um, so ho- hopefully he gets out of the out of the capital or he, you know, because he's been witness to this treason. And even if he is genuine and being like, yeah, I'll come back when, you know, when there's a king, mm. um, I feel like he might be in a bit of a precarious position. Yeah. Uh, in the meantime, Alison goes off and tells all her kids about it, but they can't find Dagon. She tells Helena, mm. who's uh, 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 cross-stitching, which makes so much yep. sense. Yep. And uh, <laughs> Amond uh, is sort who's of... Who's cross? He's just cross. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, obviously he's like fucking... Uh, where is he? I'm here. I'm the responsible one. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah... Aegon, what is what does it mean when Helena said there is a beast beneath the boards? Um, I assume it was she was talking something about the dragons or whatever. She's she's you know she's she's touched. They would say yeah back in the day. So I don't think it's I thought relevant. yeah I, I yeah I I think initially I was like, does she is that a metaphor for Aegon being like a fuckhead? <laughs> you know, like could be. Uh, but or yeah, is it just a mysterious thing that people in this this uh world and time say maybe it could be both i assume that they have her say because of something uh, along those lines or just you know there's a rod in king's landing or it's yeah you know it's a general yeah. fuck this from the weird girl yeah 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 um it, so yeah they're off they're, they're looking for Aegon. they need to find him and this is something that i got sort of confused about with this episode where otto goes right. off to ask the erics to find Aegon. Makes mm-hmm. sense. He wants to know mm-hmm. where he is. And, you know, obviously this kid's run off to do some crook shit and flea bottom. Yep. But then at the same time, the queen is looking for Egon via uh, Kristen Cole and Amond. So I understand it now. But at the time, I certainly was like, why are they, why are they competing? Yeah. Um, and the reason is that, that having Aegon under 
uh, Allison's control is the only leverage she has to stop Otto from ordering the murder of Rhaenyra right. and Rhaenyra's family. Right, um, right. That's the, that's and that is their only difference in opinion. Like they both want exactly the same thing um, in terms of Aegon, you know, becoming king. But yeah, that 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 was it. That was the only way that she could essentially hold back. Um, uh, you know, the assassins. By just being in a, an Aegon's ear first. Yeah, and just being, having him, I guess. <laughs> you know, like, being like, well, if you don't, you know, um, leave the rest of them alone, I'll, you know, do something with him. I'll hide him away. I'll fuck things up. Right, because they've mentioned, they've mentioned the Rhaenyra thing in the small council a little bit, but they talk about it yes. later on too, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yep. So, yeah, the, the hunt is on. For Aegon. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, Rhaenys would join in if it weren't for the fact that they've just locked her in a fucking room to keep her out of the equation for this episode. Yep. And honestly, yeah, lucky lucky for her that she just got locked in her room. I do, I did expect maybe after the room had been locked, then later on someone would come in and just do a big stab of her. Yeah. But um, yeah. She doesn't really have a claim to this throne, I suppose, this time. So it makes sense that they're not too bothered by her. But right. they do mention later that the. Um, uh, Valarians are very interconnected with Rhaenyra's side of things. Yes. Uh, also, like all the all the the handmaids and stuff get locked up just to they're just putting the whole place into lockdown. For yeah. some reason, Laris is down there. <laughs> He's just yeah, fucking wandering around down in the jail part. <laughs> has a look, uh, a fucking little creep. I think they say at some point he's like the Lord Confessor or something. Yeah. I, like I think he's like the head inquisitor or whatever. He maybe. does seem to be like the master of torture or something like that. I think I think that might be what he is, yeah. Makes sense he'd have an office down there. But so they're, they're, yeah. they're off having a hunt around King's Landing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eric and Aemond, who are both like uptight fucking assholes, they're just a pair. Yes. Just the absolute worst hang to walk around the city with them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, be a nightmare. Everyone keeps closing their doors on us. This place is so boring. <laughs> Wait for the green man before we walk. And it should be a man. <laughs> I never cross at the Flinders Street lights. <laughs> um, they go and, yeah, they're looking around. Sort of upmarket haunts is their problem. Yes. They don't quite understand yes. how low Aegon can go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Chris and Cole yeah, says... He, some... he hasn't... Sorry. He... He hadn't been to the uh, to the nice brothel for some years now. No, is what we learned. Kristen Cole says some fucking shit that's like, you know, that thing where people like go, oh, women are the most beautiful divine creatures in the world. That is like, you know, as though they're going like, what? I think they're better than men, but still <laughs> <Right>. definitely <laughs> other. <laughs> like yeah, he's yeah, doing yeah. all of that shit at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and they're they're you know all having a sneak around looking for for egg on, whilst. Mm-hmm. Up in the the throne room, Otto has very quickly assembled a bunch of lords. That oh morning. yes, I guess everyone. Uh, well, everyone in the in King's Landing who is complicit or or potentially could be complicit in like not going along with things. Everyone who's sworn the oath to Rhaenyra, basically the oath. Yeah, it's so. I'm guessing there's not really any Starks or whatever here. I don't know which houses mm. and stuff most of these people are from. No, but uh, he gets a few heads of houses to come in and swear fealty to Aegon. He's like, "Hey, mm-hmm. King changes mind. How about that? Time to kneel again." Um, the 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 oath you swore to Rhaenyra was like twenty years ago. So who gives a fuck? Mm. Re swear to this guy, and most of them do. 
Yeah. Two don't and one makes, like, almost doesn't. <laughs> yes. Uh, they shuffle off the two who did not. They they take them mm-hmm. out of the room. And then we'll, we'll see the one who uh, kind of didn't kneel, but eventually yeah. did a bit later on. Just, just enough to make it himself suspicious. Just enough that I suppose we can just say the rest of his story from this episode now. He tries yeah. to run away, but they catch him, and then later on you see him just ab- hanging up in that middle square thing that everyone's always walking yeah. through. Yeah, real uh, made a real example of. Some real Hussein shit. Yeah. I'm talking um, Barack his name Obama, was... by the way, not Saddam. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Saddam. Okay, Kristen. <laughs> uh, uh, Alan. Unfortunately, we lost Alan with a U. <laughs> It's <laughs> <laughs> all about flies, these uh, stupid names. Because the, the first stupid name, you're like, oh man, that's so uncreative. When he's mm. come up with 700, it becomes sure. creative again. Yeah, yep, yep. Yeah, let's. we've got to give him that. We've got to give him Alan with a U. But so, and Eric and Eric are just, you know. Two Eric. That's a masterpiece. Yeah, <laughs> He's come up with two. And those Eric's <laughs> are down... Uh, in just the absolute, like, the evilest place I've ever heard of. Mm. It is a child fighting pit where they, like, <laughs> file the kids' teeth down into fangs and grow their claws yeah. to make them into wolverines. Yep. <sighs> it's the weirdest thing for this many people to want to see. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen this specific version of medieval, you know, fuckery. Uh, ever before. Not in Game of Thrones, not in literally any other form of fantasy media I've read. Yeah, I reckon that's because humans would never want to see it. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you know, there's obviously some people out there who are fucking crazy. Sure. But there's a lot of people at this child fight. There's heaps. It would be, it's not the kind of thing that would be like such a turn on that you'd end up having a bunch of bastards in the building. And there's Uh. like, (laughs) I guess that the bastards have been sent there to be the like disused child, children who they make fight maybe. I guess, I don't know. Like, because one of them was just sitting in the corner. And they mention later on that like, yeah, we we make them fight and worse or whatever. Mm. But. There's an awful lot of yeah. people there, and they're all enormously enjoying themselves. They're having a kid great fight, time. Kid fight. It's not even yeah. that thing where they're watching it solemnly and reflecting on, like, damn, how'd I get like this? How'd I end up here? They're yeah, all like, yeah. <laughs> hooray! <laughs> it's the most <laughs> insane fucking... Yeah. But whatever, that's what they're doing. There's kid fights. and There's kid fights. Yeah. I, I guess it's... It, uh, and, I yeah, we don't really get um, heaps of it this episode, I guess we already know it to an extent, but like, oh, maybe Aegon has no empathy. Yeah, Aegon seems like more of a psycho than, and we've gotten increasingly psycho because if jacking off outside of your window, mm-hmm. come on, mate, take three steps <laughs> to the left and just do it on your own. Come on, mate, is exactly what's going to happen. If you're not careful, <laughs> and it, his his behaviour has gotten increasingly worse, of course. To the point yes. where, yeah, now there's like one of Egon's kids is knocking around this child fighting building. Yeah. Uh, the Eric's get approached by someone who says she's working for the White Worm as well here. Mm, yes, I can, I can, for a price, I can take you to the White Worm and they can tell you where bloody Egon is. Yeah. Speaking of for a price, yeah, this is where that, that one deserter guy has been brought in front of Otto by uh, mm-hmm. Solaris. And yes. And like... Yeah, I spend a lot of time with your daughter, but hey, I'm trying to help everybody out here, kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you want me to, you know, maybe guide 
the conversation when I'm with your daughter, that could be good for everyone. Mm. Mm. The daughter who is currently genuinely grieving the queen, I mean the king, and yep. then uh, heads on up to have a chat with um, Rhaenyra uh, and apologise. Uh, sorry, I do mean Rhaenys. Because um, we don't get to see Rhaenyra or Damon or any of that side of the family for this whole episode. No, it's all it's all King's Landing and it's all within like a sort of 24-hour period here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The opposite of a time jump. Um, <laughs> That's right. A time crouch. The yeah, time crawl. I get yeah, like a crawl or a crouch is the opposite of a jump, surely. Yeah, a yeah, handstand yeah. might be, I suppose, because you're going upside down. Dig a hole, digging a hole and getting into it. Yeah, trenches. <laughs> you're right. Yeah, yeah, digging a trench is the opposite of jumping. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Well, yeah. So the, and and um, Alicent is maybe digging herself a bit of a trench here by talking to Rainies because she's trying to be like, look, yeah, you of all people get what's going on here. That throne should have been yours. You were denied it. But the reason is because women shouldn't be rulers. Mm-hmm. And that is part of why Alicent is doing this. And again, she seems genuine about everything she says. It's just yes. that she herself is quite deeply mistaken about some stuff. Yeah, yes, exactly. Yep. She, uh, maybe because she's been guided for so much of her life through this sort of stuff by her father and, and by Laris now, she and also because I honestly think she probably is just a good person deep down. She is a little bit naive or just doesn't have the foresight. Maybe she makes all these bad decisions because she thinks that she's doing what her father wants or what her husband wants or what's best for her kids. And like she just yep. has so little um, agency that yeah. other people's poison seeps into her uh, to, yep. to some extent. Especially yep. when you know you're related to a bunch of psychos. <laughs> totally. And yeah, I think it's basically luck rather than self-preservation that has uh, kept her around. She certainly gets lucky later in the episode. Well, and certainly like self-preservation in terms of like she's smart and she's making good moves to do these things that are, are like, I yeah, I think she thinks she's like nobly making sacrifices and, and right. doing things that are wrong to for overall good, but um, probably not. Probably not, Alison. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she she has a chat with Rhaenys here about, like, you don't need to side with Rhaenyra. Come and hang out with us. We, everything will be golden. It'll be great. My dad would have loved to have... Uh, sorry, my husband would have loved to have been <laughs> yep. just like a country lord, but he didn't get to yeah. do that. He made a sacrifice. We're all doing it. Hang out. Right. Just please right. chill and and don't don't make this bigger. And uh, it doesn't seem to convince Rainey's too much. No, no. Um, but yeah, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that later. Yeah, we'll talk about it with hoods on in the middle of a market. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to be I want to be stealthy, but also in public. <laughs> yep. Um, yep. Which is... I want to be I want to be huddled over. As if to be like, I'm a famous person trying not to get noticed. Yeah, right. Exactly. Otto Hightower is <laughs> out here in a baseball cap and sunglasses, but at yes. one of LA's fanciest restaurants. <laughs> and he gets spotted by by Damon and by Kristen Cole talking to the White Worm, whose yes. name is Miss Sandra, something like that. Um, uh, let's see Millicent. if it says in this recap. Um, 
Meredith. Molly. Mingo. I, th- my, I think my, it's my, Mingo. I think it's Mingo, yeah. Myceria. Myceria. And uh, she, she, the, the, the bargaining chip that she has is she has basically taken Egon, yeah. hidden him somewhere. Yeah. And yep. it's like, if you want him, you got to come through me. My price is A, a bunch of money, but also B, yes. fucking come here and stop taking bribes for the like the child sex slave trade that is happening in King's Landing. Yes. Delete that from, from King's Landing, please. And you know what? No more kid fights, no more kid sex. Great idea. Yeah, yeah. She seems yeah. to, and you know, she comes from... Here, she's probably seen it all. She yeah. is, you know, using her power to try and actually make a difference to everyday people. So good for her. I don't agree with her throwing tomato soup on that Van Gogh, but <laughs> <laughs> other than that, uh, so yeah, that's her price. Which Otto says when hearing about like, hey, all of your guys are taking bribes for doing the most awful shit. He's like, yeah, I'll look into it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe commit a little harder, Otto. When you've looked into it, do, will you also agree to do the thing that I said? Yeah. Because it's true; it's definitely happening. So you know, um, but yeah, you're right. I I I I like that she had used that leverage that she had to do something good, uh, and also get some money out of it. That's politics, baby. I think she puts herself in a little bit of trouble when she says, "And when he's up on the throne, remember who put him there, because I could have killed him." Yes, and that maybe was just a slight overreach that seemed to make Otto. He said he'd remember, but he said it real, real creepy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If I was her, I'd have been would have been like, "You remember in the sense that you're going to, you know, like, give me some credit for it, yeah. not in the sense that you're going to view me as a loose end that needs tying up." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let's just be clear here. <laughs> yeah, I um, don't know. But so she tells him uh, that Eric's where Egon is and he has mm-hmm. been hidden underneath a table in a church uh, where he's yes. vomiting wildly, it sounds like. Yeah, yeah, where he's like thumping and bumping around <laughs> being like, get me out of here! <laughs> I think I got the impression he was just like hung over in there, same as Damon was, I guess, when she went and like right. kidnapped him. Yeah, 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 that's true. But uh, yeah, they find him and Kristen Cole and uh, Amond have followed them and uh, a, a sword fight that they unfortunately didn't have much time to film takes place outside. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Little confrontation. This is where, yeah, like you, I was I was like, wait, what, aren't they on the same side? Why are they actually having a confrontation here? Yeah. Uh, um, Eamon yeah. has his own sort of thing going on where he's mentioned to Kristen before this, like, I'm the one who read all the books. I know how to be yep. king. He shouldn't do it. He doesn't even want to. Fuck him. He's a piece of shit. Yes. And there's sort of a moment when he grabs uh, Egon where you can see that he's considering, like, should we just fucking wrap this up here? Like, Right. Well, because Egon himself doesn't want to be king. He says that's why he's... uh, I mean, it's not why he's doing this stuff, but it is a symptom of the the attitude that that is, you know, informing the fact that he doesn't want to be king. Totally. He just wants to fuck around. He says, says I'll get in the boat right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I literally don't want to be king. Yeah. Um, but that is before he's tasted the power of the crown. That's right. Um, That's right. But yeah, Egon, uh, uh, Aemond and Cole end up with Egon and the Eriks lose mm-hmm. this <laughs> real dumb looking fight. 
Yeah. They have some like those real like cutaway just before the swords would would hit each other shots. Yeah, yeah. And then a yeah. very long shot of two people running down some stairs on opposite sides <laughs> like a fucking naked gun movie. It, it really made me laugh. And then Eric number two just standing off on like a balcony yeah. refusing to get involved and then walking away. What's his problem? Dunno. Dunno. Dunno either. But uh it's because it's when you've got a problem with someone, it's best to air those grievances, which is exactly what Allison goes and does with Otto here. It's been a tough, That's stressful right. day. He's, yeah. you know, making King's Death Raven messages, it looks like. Yep. And yep, yep. Um, she comes in and is like, this, this all fucking sucks. You're still being this, like, chess player. I don't think this mm-hmm. is a game. I'm trying to do real shit for real people. And you're still you and me as a pawn mm. and he's like well you're a pawn that i turned into a queen right mm, got you all the way across the board little lady doesn't doesn't bit of gratitude wouldn't go astray <laughs> don't think that would make her feel better otto <laughs> but they uh, have i was i manipulated you so much <laughs> that it changed who you are <laughs> and that's what she, he's like well what do you want she's like i fucking don't even know i don't yeah, even yeah. have the muscles trained to be able to figure that out which uh, yeah I can understand. But mm-hmm. also they have an argument about Rhaenyra and whether yes. or not it's necessary to kill her. Otto views it as like, well, you, you know, basically you got to crack eggs to make an omelette. you got to make sacrifices. I don't want to do it, but, you know, it's got to happen. Right. And uh, Alison is saying, I don't think that it's a weakness of mine to not want to murder somebody. Yeah. Yeah, Viserys would not have wanted Rhaenyra to be murdered. Yeah, uh, even if he didn't want her to be heir at the last second, that doesn't at all mean that he wanted her to be executed. And Otto's like, um, "Oh, this is just because she was your close childhood friend," and she's like, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it can be both." <laughs> so like that's that's not bad. <laughs> I, that, yeah, they have uh, an intense conversation, <laughs> which. Uh, yeah, it doesn't I, I liked it very much. I really mm. like um, Allison is great. Both actors who've played yeah. her are very good, and I think yeah. the fact that there's so much gray about why she's doing what she's doing, but it doesn't come across mm. as like unbelievable or like uh, messy or or any, mm. anything negative. Most of the time, it's just a very well done character. Yeah, yeah. I, it's like I wish that I could just sit her down and be like, "What do you want? What do you actually want to do here?" You know, but it's not. Because yeah, it's because people are uh, can be confusing, right, <laughs> not because exactly. it's you know it's poorly written or anything. Yeah, uh, which is what makes the scenes with her interacting with Solaris so strange, because he oh, is basically God. the opposite. Ah, <laughs> uh, one of the I reckon maybe the most uncomfortable I've felt watching. It's certainly this show. Oh, definitely, man. I was like, is she gonna get her feet out or not? I felt uncomfortable too. <laughs> So, yeah, she <laughs> sits with Solaris and he's got some information about... Um, what's his information even about here? Cause uh, oh, it's about how uh, Otto find out about the hiding place, the, the fact that Otto knows about the white worm, the yeah. spies and shit like that, and didn't share it with People her. have been yeah. spying on you and Otto's let it happen. And, yeah, yeah so Tarantino's price here is to get a look at uh, her feet. Socks yeah. first. That's half yep. payment, and then the rest of the payment is the feed out. And he tells her the information. She kind of turns away and puts her feet on a thing, and he slimily reaches his hand 
into yeah. his whatever those clothes they wear are called. <laughs> <laughs> and it is one of the most uncomfortable scenes. Yeah. Yeah. Real. Just like it's a great character choice for to be like, yeah, he's into feet. Because it really, it just worked as a scene. It was obviously meant to be incredibly uncomfortable. It worked. Yeah. Um, it's really well done. It's also like the thing of like, he's not a, uh, he's not literally a strong person. He's not a, you know, a threatening person physically. So let's also give him, you know, a, uh, a fetish or a kink that is more about, clearly for him, more about exerting power. Right. Especially when I think his position in his family would have been uh, low because of him, his feet having whatever disability he has. Yep. So, yeah. It, it's, yeah, it's a good choice. Just, uh, yeah. I've never gotten the yeah. thing with feet. I don't know what it is. No. I wish I could understand no. because people who love it seem to love it. But you know what? I don't wish that about everything, so never mind. <laughs> 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 I don't want to get inside yes. the head of everyone who has something that I don't or I'll end up at a child fight and be like, bite him with your fangs we made. That's right. A child fight at the best. <laughs> um, but yes, we get that scene. It's very uncomfortable. Um, we, I guess, learn or it's, sorry, it's like it's more underlined uh, than ever that the queen is at the mercy in in some ways of the, the men around her. Yeah, where she is, you know, gritting her teeth to get the benefit out of these situations she is being put in by these men. So, you know, she again is making, I think, what she would view as these sacrifices, um, yeah. you know, to, to end up there. And it's also the first yeah. time we've seen that, like, what seemed like a strange friendship between uh, uh, Alicent and Loris be yeah. like, oh, yeah, okay, so they're not pals. Yeah, 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 very true, very true. Uh, Rhaenyra isn't in the episode. Rhaenice. <laughs> <laughs> Just to remind everyone. <laughs> Rhaenice gets uh, smuggled out now of King's Landing, which is when we, ah, yes. we, we see the hanging body of that dissenter. And the burning, yes. I guess like the brothel or something is what's meant to have been burning maybe. I'm not quite sure what building. Oh, I, yeah, I guess so. I, I assume it is. It was probably the Egon where Egon's kid was, and they tried to kill that kid. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Having a bunch of bastards in King's Landing is not uncommon, too. Robert had a bunch. There's a lot of stuff around that in Game of Thrones. You know, that seems to be yes. what hedonist kings do. Yep. Hedonist, a very nice word for a very nasty man. But <laughs> uh, yeah, they, they, they try to smuggle. Um, or like, is it one of the Eric's tries to smuggle um, Rainice out? I think so. And just absolutely yeah. flubs it. Yeah, just like basic. Yeah, I mean, it's like hard to like you walk into a you know a five a five way you know uh, intersection. Yeah. And immediately, all five of the paths out are filled with uh, the rabble being shepherded along. Um, Everyone's but being I guess kind of yeah forced to go and see this coronation. Yes, exactly, and yeah. Um, she's swept away in the tide. Eric, or Eric, sorry, 
is uh, t- totally ineffectual. You're right. He's like, oh, <laughs> oh well, uh, see you then, I guess. I know. I <laughs> just go towards the, the beach. It, just the way it was filmed as well. There's a couple of spots where there's, you know, space for a barrel to be there. And it's like, just go where the barrel yeah. is and wait yeah. for the for the people to move. <laughs> part. Like, yeah, I guess as with every movie, I reckon I would have survived. <laughs> yeah. Um. Um, it's not totally unbelievable though. It no, is, no. it's, and cause especially cause those guys had been a bit, you know, a bit kind of pushed over already by right. some other people. Well, and this big throng um, of people that crowd crushes are real and like, yeah, they're, yeah, they're getting yeah. really shepherded towards this scene to try and make it seem important because, uh, Egon yeah. and his mother are in a carriage on the way to this coronation mm-hmm. thing. And he's kind of like, I don't reckon that dad said he wanted me to be king. Cause that guy hated yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. Why did he wait 20 years when he could have said it at any point? Yeah, it doesn't um, make any yeah. fucking sense at yep. all. And his mother's like, hey, look, he did, and you're the rightful king. And listen, here's a knife. Please be good. Yep. Please be a decent king. Yes. We want. We all want you to do this. And again, he doesn't really buy it from her either. He's like, do you love me? Yeah, yeah. Her response to which is to call him uh, an imbecile. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. But also with a smile, um, which is very much a like, yes, in the way that a mother loves a terrible son. Yeah, yeah, totally. She is obligated yeah. to him and will never not do anything that he needs, but also yeah. absolutely fucking hates it. <laughs> That's right, because she's a mum. She's a classic mum. That's a classic sitcom mother. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, oh, so many people are going to this coronation and none of them seem to want to go. And yeah, it's uh, kind of cool, I thought, like having this way of demonstrating like this doesn't matter to anybody. Yeah, yes, totally. Very true. And it made it feel um, so separate, like all the all the bullshit that they've been doing and like the small petty little stuff that they've gotten the the very insular world that they're living in seeing all of these people with baskets who are clearly in the middle of shit getting yeah flooded up there to this thing that's nothing to do with them as though they care yeah it, it, it worked for, for for whatever reason why do they have a bloody public holiday just for the bloody queen <laughs> dying I've got a bloody cafe. I'm bleeding money here. I'm bleeding money out of my uns- my bad business. <laughs> <laughs> I underpay my staff already. What the fuck am I supposed yeah. to do now? <laughs> no one wants to come to my rotten tomato shop. <laughs> I've got a big basket keep of rotten giving tomatoes. It- I'm yelling. I've got to behind this fire juggler. Well, there's 100,000 of them in here for some reason. They're 100% rotten. I thought that was meant to be good. They're rotten. You can't get a good bite out of any of them. <laughs> I thought that's what people wanted. <laughs> but instead what they want is big holes with the worst trumpet players you've ever heard. <laughs> yeah. Hey, God, the, the acoustics in there are all right, though. For bloody Otto, Otto can be heard from the back, I, I wear to assume. Otto's got a heck of a yell on him here, yeah. Yeah, he must He's do. announcing, hey, the king's dead. What a sad day, but also a joyful day because here's the new king. We're going to mm. parade him out here with, yeah, these, like, those vuvuzelas or whatever mm-hmm. and uh, a sort of ceremonial uh, sword parade thing. Yes. And Egon comes out. He looks bewildered. He looks out of <laughs> yeah. his depth. He looks a little unwilling, and as mm-hmm. time goes on throughout this ceremony, he looks more and more into it, baby. Yep, yep. 
someone with uh, mental issues getting on stage and getting a round of applause and thinking, wait a minute, maybe I am the best. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to do whatever I want, unlike (laughs) I already was. But yes, you're right. He totally, he totally, um, he is uh, bewitched by by the response. Yeah, and you see a, a jealous looking Amond. Everyone ends up bowing, but yeah. everybody looks pretty down about this for the most part. Alicent yeah. looks yeah. like okay. I think we're safe and a little relieved from that. Otto looks a bit proud of himself, mm-hmm. but um, and Kristen Cole looks, you know, just fucking blank like always. Yeah. But, uh, I hate him. I hate him so much. He is my turd. most hated character. I can't wait for him to die a horrible, violent death on this show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what I want to happen to him, but I hope it's ironic in some way. Mm. He he's yes. one of those people who he like deserves to be like if it was an eighties action movie, a giant it'd be like at a vagina museum, and a giant <laughs> vagina would fall on him and kill him. <laughs> yep. Because he'd try to run away from it and he'd be like, this place is a safe place to stand where nothing is, but it'd be the clitoris. And he'd be like, oh, no, that's where it is. And everyone (laughs) would be like, yeah, dude. Whoever wrote this movie sick. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we can only pray that that is exactly how he dies in House of the Dragon. Well, yeah. So so here's, um, here's Aegon getting cheered by this pretend crowd. Yeah. Who yeah. are uh, just doing what it takes to get out of there. <laughs> I yeah. think they, they seem like, oh, good news that um, that uh, there won't be a woman on the throne. We're all right. Happy about I think that. that's, yeah, I, I do. I think that's literally why they're applauding, probably. Yeah. yeah. But he takes it very to heart and uh, yeah. really looks like he's into it. Nothing could spoil this day. Wait a minute. What's that? The flap of wings? <laughs> that must be a bird escaping the path of this dragon that's coming towards us. Oh shit! Big dragon and smashed through ceiling. The bird may have escaped its path, but all of the bystanders certainly did not. Nah, there's a ton of them getting whacked by the tail, mostly. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess yeah, they got caught in the initial fucking collapse in of the you know, the the ground or what, and yeah, lots of people getting uh, dragoned it up. Um, and I was like, fuck yeah. Everyone's gonna get burnt alive. We're gonna have a real big, you know, yeah. end of season twist. So here's the second bit I didn't understand of this episode. It's Rainice sitting on the dragon. She's she's yep. snuck off while this is on. She mentioned earlier to whichever Eric, "What about my dragon? I should get." And he's like, "There's no time. We got to leave without your dragon. We'll be much yeah. safer without a huge dragon." <laughs> That's right. And but she sneaks off during the ceremony and goes and gets a dragon, flies it through here. She's sitting atop the thing wearing fucking cool armor. Yeah, yeah. She's ready for a fight. And intimidates everybody. Mhm. Kills none of the main players here. Yeah. Stop short of a Jakaris for whatever reason. Yeah. I don't I don't know why she went and got the dragon if it was not to use here because it seems like she's like hey motherfucker remember me i got a dragon get ready for war guess what you could end the war right now yeah 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 and if it if it is just like look you don't get to tell me what to do you locked me up in my bedroom but i've got my dragon and i'm gonna go off to wherever i want and and hey if you want to buy my services or convince me that i'm on your side come and fucking find me it's like yeah well, did you... But, like, you 
You could have just, like, I don't know. I don't know. It's obviously better to have a dragon than to not and to be in control of where you are. But, yeah, I don't know. If you were going to eventually side with the people on that stage, then you didn't need to do this. No, and if and you weren't, like doing you could have burnt them alive. It seems like doing this would make them like you less. <laughs> yes, so yes, I, yes. Because Otto's yelling to keep the doors open and the dragon flies out through the doors. Rhaenyra gives Alison like a, a, a look that does kind of say what you were saying of like, fucking lock me up, huh? But right, right. I, I, this is obviously something that will, I would imagine, get expanded upon in the, the last episode of the season next week. But yep. I'm not quite sure why she did this big thing and then didn't go bigger. Right. Or go homer. I guess she went home. Yeah. She she was given the option to go big or go home and she probably went home. But, yeah, I can only think that she wants to position herself as the swing vote, which uh, which means, mm. or, you know, this, this, you know a, a, a swinging vote, which means, hey, probably being locked in King's Landing doesn't give you the flexibility to do that. But also, like yeah. you've known these people for a long time. Do you do you, you don't know who you want to side with at this point? And it's hard to to make the case for yourself as a swing vote at a coronation. Yeah, after yes. the crown has been put on the head, you know, like you're yes. interrupting the now king. Like yes, I don't know. The, the 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 horse seems to have made its mind up already. So <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I, I'm not I'm not sure what her sort of point is with this. To be honest, but it it does right. make right. The point of like, hey, I'm a big deal. Don't treat me like nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, and I'm yeah, I'm not under your control. I'm independent. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I just do think, yeah, it's she should she'd already surely she'd already know what which way she's leaning. Mm. Like it's been decades. This this has been you know a, a power struggle. Um, either burn them alive or be their friends. That's I, my that's my thought. Yeah. But I guess if she's like, look, you keep your ship, but I'm a big deal, that that makes the most sense. I also do mm. love about this. The dragon flies in and everyone's, you know, standing there looking shocked. And Aemond is in like a fighting pose as though he's going to punch <laughs> this dragon, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think he believes that he could. Yeah. He ha- he's he's a very confident young man, this this Aemond. He's certainly confident. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's an interesting sort of play at the end there and I did think the same thing that maybe a couple of people were getting burned here but mm. off she flies and uh, that's that's the end of the episode a big that's flash, that yeah slightly confusing power play yeah but I mean yes I guess it does he leave her in a more p- powerful position than she was mm. and she also hasn't murdered any uh, members of the royal family so I suppose I, I guess... the last thing that um Alison was saying to uh, Ray Nice as well was like, hey, the the crown, the the throne should have been yours, and she's <laughs> yeah. always kind of poo pooed that when her husband has said it, been like, hey, I'm over it. Maybe she's mm. no longer over it. Maybe you know, like, right? Maybe that's part right. of it too. Is that you could make? She's it- witnessed another coup basically, and is like, well, if shit's up in the air again to an extent, like surely, like we know that this is not going to go down well with uh, Rhaenyra and Damon. You know, things are probably going to be back into contention, regardless of the fact that, yeah, like Aegon has been, um, uh, 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 what's the word? <laughs> Crowned, I oh, guess. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
Um, maybe she's thinking like, hey, maybe I'll go find some people and uh, make an army of my own or something. We don't know. That, that It could be something like that. Yeah. Well, whatever's going to happen, we'll see it in a week. <laughs> That's right. Um, yeah, and then it'll be fucking, what, a year probably? At least, right? Because a lot of those Game yeah. of Thrones ones were like a year and a half between, but prob- probably just a year for, for this one. Surely, yeah, yeah, I reckon, like, because this has done quite well, it seems like they want to keep that momentum going. Mm. Um, Good-ass episode. Um, I'm very excited to see the response, basically. Yeah, like we were saying before, we see one side of this, essentially, for this whole episode. Right. Next week, uh, we'll see We'll see how Damon's going to respond. Very measured, I'm sure. I, very measured. There could be a bit of his, like, oh, well, fuck it, I'm out then, you know? I, I could imagine a little True. bit of his... Um, you know, descending slide whistle personality. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he might yeah, yeah, yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, well, the people who make the show do, and the we will too. Read in... the book. Oh yeah. <laughs> don't don't say anything. Don't tell us. Um, but uh, yeah, let us know your spoiler-free thoughts. Um, on this episode, we saw. Uh, get your predictions in maybe for next week. Uh, and if you're one of the people who uh, manages to time their email so that it arrives just after we've finished watching the next episode, wow, that'd be really uh, that'd be really impressive. And maybe we'll re- get to read a uh, response to the finale. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. If you send it at 1 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. Um, but uh, yeah, excited for next week. We'll see you all then. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>